Hey, welcome back to On the Flip Side. This is Pat Taggart, your host, and as always, you may know what these guests do. And here on the Flip Side, we're going to learn more about who they are. This week's guest is ready to talk to me and you. And this week, our On the Flip Side Escrimidor Series Filipino Martial Arts Master is Guru Gigi Alundai. She, too, is a spirited, long-time student of C. Joe Antoine Alfaro's, and you'll find yourself laughing along with us. You might even find yourself saying, what? As we learn some interesting things about Guru Gigi that most people don't know. I'm meeting with Guru Gigi at the Pondahan Fusion Restaurant and Bar in West Covina, California, where many thanks go to Tita Gina, who took special care of us. On the flip side, invites you not only to visit this fine Filipino-style eatery, but we also invite you now to listen in on this fun conversation. Let's get it going with a warm-up. I would like to ask you to pick a number between 1 to 10. Lucky number 7. 7. I just pulled it out. Okay, <laughs> number 7. We're going to find out what is your superhero name. Oh, All my. Right. So we need the first letter of your first name. Okay. G. And <gasps> Wonder. Wonder, we're already off to a great start. Oh, this. And your superhero name ends with, what's your le- the first letter of your last name? Alundai. And that would be? A. Oh, I love this. Wonder Thunderbolt. Wonder Thunderbolt. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Guru Wonder Thunderbolt, crazy. So your inspiration to study martial arts was your uncles and lolos in the backyard, right? Really, I think my inspiration to yeah. study and um, that kind of got me on that path yeah. was Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wait a minute, oh, I guess got hit again. Wonder Woman. Wait a minute, Wonder Woman. The Linda like Carter series? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you more about that. Well, I, you know, I would come home, my dad would be watching it, mm-hmm. and I just saw her. She looked like this really strong woman. And then do you remember when they had the underoos? Yes. Yeah, okay. so I had the Wonder Woman underoos, and I was the Wonder Woman superhero. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Red, so red that, even, yeah? Of course. Of course. So that coupled with... <laughs> Kung Fu Theater. <laughs> on, on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> on Sunday afternoons, after Three Stooges. <laughs> I think it's a culmination of all of that that made, really made me. You know? <laughs> okay, Guru Gigi, you know I had to go here. We're going to take our listener shopping down Guru Gigi Lane, and we're going to stop at the motivational store where... Is that shoes I see? <laughs> a few years ago, uh, I was doing motivational speaking, uh-huh. and yes. I was with a group that was doing motivational speaking, and we were using the martial arts um, as, as, as kind of a learning to what we were doing was we were putting people under pressure. Ooh. And when you're under pressure, that's when your true nature and your true behaviors come out. So that's when you really see how you react to different types of situations. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, if I put you under a lot of stress, physical stress, some people either meet that stress head on and they're fighting you toe to toe Mm -hmm. and they're just not backing down. Some people will 
try to run around and skirt and see where they can go. Other people will just cower and hide, and some people completely shut down. So um, that's the background of what I was doing with the motivational speaking is uh, we were putting people under attack, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, like foam sticks and oh, fighting. Physical attack? Yeah, okay. physical attack. Well, just, just, to elicit, just to elicit the stress okay. um, and to see how they would react. Yeah. And so that uh, the participants would understand what their true nature is. And that's really what we were trying to do wow. is put you under stress so that you understand how you as a person react to situations. Because however you react to it physically, is more than likely how you react to stress outside of that in different aspects of your life. So whether you're at work or you're at home, if you get into an argument or some type of disagreement, mm -hmm. if you're the type of person that's just gonna fight, 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 mm. that's exactly what you're gonna do. You're yeah. gonna hit that head on and fight, 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 fight. If you're a person that cowers, that's exactly what you're gonna do. At work, you ignore it, you know, I don't have this project due, I don't know what to do, and you're just going to put it off, put it off, put it off. So I was with this group, and we're doing motivational speaking, yes. and I got asked to speak to a group of women, and it was a motivational seminar for just women, and it was held in downtown LA at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Yes. It, it, it was the largest audience that I had spoken to. At a time, I think there's over 500 attendees. Oh, oh a group of women, 500? Yes, <laughs> okay. and it was up on stage, and I was one of the presenters. Awesome. Um, and my presentation, I demonstrated martial arts. Yes. Um, I showed up there, dressed professionally, and like I told you, I was in four-inch stiletto boots. Stilettos. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> to prove a point. To prove a point. And that was exactly my point, is I don't need whatever it is you picture a martial artist to be. I don't need to be that. I can be a regular person. Yeah. I can be me. Yeah. I can still be a person walking off the streets yes. and be who I am. Yes. And you know that's that's what I showed. So I was punching and kicking and fighting, sparring, doing takedowns, uh, doing a little jujitsu, wrestling. Oh my gosh, really? Um, in four-inch heels. Four-inch heels. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the point was made. And the point was made. And, and I didn't. And the funny part was that wasn't the part that I struggled through. What I struggled through yes. was speaking at the end of this. <laughs> oh, really? After, with the adrenaline flowing. With the adrenaline flowing <laughs> and with all of the women looking at me. Yeah. It's funny how I can do that yes. and not even worry about it. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't nervous about that. But as soon as that stopped, yes. lights were on me and yeah. I had to talk. Oh, no. And my heart is racing 100 <laughs> miles per hour and I'm going... <sighs> I gotta catch my breath. Dead silent in a room. <laughs> what is she gonna say now? Exactly. That was the difficult that part. Was the <laughs> but it was it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. It was like a if I heard that right, you don't necessarily need the outward strength to be successful. Would you share where your strength and power rather 
where women's strength and power comes from, please. Participants, what are your thoughts personally about women in Filipino martial arts? I will, just women in martial arts in general, in general, and That's, in Filipino martial arts. Sure. Um, I think it's great to have um, strong women in the arts. Um, and it's just, I try to take gender out of it a lot of times okay. for myself. Uh, I like to see myself as an equal peer to everybody that's in the art. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really that's really where I I come from Good. when it comes to martial arts and just everything that I do in mm -hmm. general. It's let's take the gender side out of it and let's just say we're people doing the art. Okay. And some people are able to articulate it better than others. Yes. Some are able to perform it better than others. Everybody has their different talents in different areas yes. and different specialties yes. in different areas. Sure. Let's bring that all together. <laughs> ah, okay, let's do that. Let's bring that all together. Um, but the message for like women in particular in martial arts, I think the main theme that I like to hear uh -huh. is the confidence. Okay. How do you take this and how do you translate this into everything else that you do? A lot of times, and because of our society and because of, you know, how women are viewed in society, sure. we're already placed under. Yes. And we're already placed at a disadvantage. I should say disadvantage, yeah, not sure. under, but we're, we're placed at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. um, coming up in the arts, I am always having to prove myself. I am not a big woman okay i am small i am petite i am shorter than almost any other woman that's in the arts more than likely okay. <laughs> i think you can attest for that okay. <laughs> hence the need for the four inch heels uh, but it's being able to have that confidence in my knowledge and what has been taught to me and what my instructors have given uh -huh. me and being able to share that with everybody else yes. and being able to say there's a strength there. And there is a strength in being a woman. Yes. But that strength doesn't come from where you think it comes from. Cool. Women have this innate strength and it's just this inner strength. It's A lot of it is pers perseverance. A lot of it is just in what we've had to handle to get to where we are today. That a lot of other people don't necessarily have to deal with. Yeah. And martial arts kind of brings that to the foreground okay. because of the physical aspect of it. Okay. So not only do you have the emotional, the mental side, the spiritual side of things, Yes. Um, that's where I say women have the advantage. Many may disagree with me and that's okay. <laughs> but in general, men have the advantage when it comes to that physical side. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. for us as women, we have to bring that side up within us but it's because of all of our other strengths that we're able to do that the yin to the yang absolutely um, and it's I may be small in stature mm -hmm. but I'm strong and I know where I'm I know where my strengths are yeah. and that's where I feel that a lot of my power comes from by now I'm sure our listener is interested in learning more about you and what you teach Guru Gigi Please tell us more about your school. Yes. You're sitting here in front of me. You have a sweatshirt that says I A M. Yes, I, I do. 
first teach me how to say it correctly and then next after that tell me what that is <laughs> i am okay i am yeah or i am it's a total play on words um it's i a m yes break that up it's i am yes. meaning you yourself yes this is who you are yes um, in ilocano when you translate that it's i am which means to play which is what we do and what do you guys do we do Filipino martial arts, and oh. it's my interpretation of Filipino martial arts, and it's my background in um, Taekwondo, in Kempo, in Inner Circle. It's a culmination of all of the different arts that I've studied. Ah, really? Oh, you teach? You teach where? I teach in Duarte. Um, it's a backyard style class. Okay. So I teach on Sundays, Sundays. Um, in Duarte, uh -huh. Sunday mornings. Sunday morning. Yeah. All right. And I'll, I'll just about, I mean, how, how do folks get to learn more about I Am? Um, they can either give me a call or hit me up on Facebook. You're on if Facebook? I'm on Facebook. Okay. I don't check very often. <laughs> <laughs> or as often as I should. Okay. <laughs> but I am there. Um, I have a I have an I am page also on oh, you Facebook. Do? Yes. All right. And so you can go there, and um, you know I have some of my students will check up on there, and if I miss it, they'll see it and they'll let me know. The I am page on Facebook. Yeah. I am. I am. That's all they would have to type, mm -hmm. and they would find you there. Yeah. And they would find. Or they can or they can look for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guru Gigi, your annual congregation is a widely participated event that features Filipino martial arts masters of different flavors. They share their style of the art with students and other teachers. But how did the congregation get started and what's its vision of the future? Is that the men? Uh, who are the people that helped found the, the the congregation? Oh, okay. So it was um, three of my friends. Oh. And as I think about it now, it's actually one of one of my students, one of my um, one of my students in Kempo in Kempo Karate. Okay. Uh -huh. He was the one that was connected with the other two groups. Oh. So it was myself, um, Ronnie Valanza, and Ronnie was the one who was connected with the other two groups. So oh. Ronnie put me in touch with the JDCIO group. Mm. And he also put me in touch with the Gallius group. Wow. So the very first congregation, the three instructors were me um, and Ronnie and Jason Gall Guru Jason Gallius. And, and it just blossomed. Yeah. That and first then one just blossomed. That first one, from that very first one, it was amazing. Um, I've got, I got such good feedback from that very first one mm. that mm. every year I just had to bring it back. And what I did is every year I brought back a different instructor to headline. Yes, at the yeah. event and it's really to share the love and to make sure that each instructor gets their time up there to share awesome. and so I try to rotate all of the instructors you know all of the instructors that we have in the area and sometimes mm -hmm. I have visiting instructors from like Florida I've had um, Guru Maurice Crump who mm -hmm. came in um, and then I've also had like Tuhan Felix Cortez, who okay. also came in from out of town, and then just, you know, whoever we can get together. So some of the grandmasters that have come through have been like Grandmaster Felix Royales, yes. Guru Roger Angulos, yes. um, 
Him and Groove Felix Valencia. I remember one year I did the three Felixes. Yes, so, I remember that. That's right. <laughs> I had Grandmaster Felix Roiles, Groove Felix Valencia, Tuhan Felix Cortez yes. that year. Um, that's also been a great opportunity for me to pay homage to some of our older instructors mm. who haven't necessarily had a voice, mm. like Master Joe Tan. Yes. Uh, yes. Guru Bill Aranda. Yes. Or the late Guru Bill Aranda. Yes. He was also. Um, someone who demonstrated at the event um, and then I've had uh, Cedro Antonio Ferris was a headliner mm -hmm. once and um, along with Grandmaster Cristianco yes and this has also been a great opportunity for me to bring up some of the younger and up-and-coming instructors that yeah. are coming up in the art yes. um, so it gives them also a platform where they can demonstrate yes. in front of the group, and yes. then also headlines. I had like um, uh, Grandmaster Cristiano's son, Master Chance, yes. and I've had him also as a headliner. And so it's been it's been a great way to kind of showcase our community as yeah. a whole. Yeah. So not only to pay respect to all of the elders who have come before us, mm -hmm. but also a way to look forward. <laughs> to how the art is going to be perpetuated in the younger generation. And then like I shared with you earlier, yeah. I, my vision for one of the gatherings yes. is when my son gets old enough yes. and you know, some of us who have younger ones, <clears throat> <laughs> to all of you who have younger ones out there, yes. um, I would love to have a gathering with all of our younger ones teaching. What a thought. And just seeing what we as parents have instilled in our children mm -hmm. and just to see what their interpretation is and how they're going to be carrying this through as well. All right. Now it's time to turn the album over onto the flip side. The last time I saw you, Guru Gigi, was in Monterey Park, California. Not in a martial arts function, but no, it was a, a Halau Hula performing arts group. It was a beautiful event and really more folks should experience it. Please tell us more about the organization and why you decided to join them. I dance with Hala Hula Muani Aala Anuhea and they're in Monterey Park. I know it's a mouthful. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Under the direction of Kumu Nani Ayu Kisada. Wow. Yeah. And so how did you learn about this? I mean, are you... Um, I have family in Hawaii. Okay. Uh, we have a bunch of family that's in Hawaii, and uh, my cousin was actually my cousin dances hula, and she's the one who first introduced me to it. So, oh. she started teaching here, okay. um, like at a recreational school. Okay. Um, and and she was teaching for a couple years, and then. Um, I was doing that in conjunction with my martial arts at the same time. In conjunction? Yeah. And oh, man. I stopped dancing for a while, and um, I wanted something that would kind of balance out all of my fighting. Really? Okay. Okay. Good, good. Balance is I needed good. to find my yin for my yang. Yes. Um, in, in, in martial arts? Yes. It's all about you and your opponent. Yes. And what you're bringing to the table and what your opponent is bringing to the table yes. and how you're addressing that. Yeah. 
when it comes to hula, it's not you anymore. It's the group. It's the group. And it's the entire group. Yes. And it's making sure that you're in sync with your hula sisters all around you and making sure that you as a group are putting on a good show for your audience. Yes. But not only that, you take that a step further. And like I said, the life martial arts. Yes. It's the spirit. It's the energy. It's the emotions that you're putting into your song so that you can portray mm. that same spirit to your audience. Wow. Because when you're dancing hula, it's not just the dance that you're doing. Yes. It's a spirit that you're sharing with them. It's energy that you're sharing with them. Same thing like in martial arts. When we're doing our martial arts, whether you like it or not, you're sharing your energy and you're sharing your spirit with mm -hmm. your opponent. Mm -hmm. And you're sharing it with your families, whoever is with you. It's that same spirit in hula. The only difference is now I've got to be more aware of what everybody else is doing around me. So I make it's, sure that I'm in tune and I'm in sync with them. I can't go off on my own. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> exactly. But I've I've found a lot of healing, healing and internal healing in hula. And I've found again it's motion. Yes. And motion is very similar. And there's a lot of things that are in hula that I translate into martial arts. Whoa. There's a lot of things in martial arts that I translate into my hula. Mm -hmm. Like um, the breath and the breathing. Oh, that's good. Um, we really rely on our breath in martial arts. <laughs> and yes. Kuya Joe covered that when he was talking about the breath. Yes. Right? And yes. we rely on that on, in our martial arts. Yes. But it's the same in hula. It's that same breathing in hula when you're breathing through your your dance yes. and our kumu talks about when we come out on our very first move she wants us to feel like we are light almost like we're floating in air wow. and wow. it's that first big inhale yes and then we move yes to get to bring that audience to that feeling of oh, oh. right but it's very similar to how we move in martial arts as mm. well it's the reliance on the breath and being able to keep same motion throughout your moves and yes. to never stop moving. So there's that flow. Uh-huh. It's that time when we ask our guests that one thing. Guruji. Yes. I wonder if you would share with us, me and my one listener, one, one thing, <laughs> just one thing that no one would have ever known about you that you wouldn't mind sharing. Um, I don't know, but there's so much that I could possibly tell. Um, I think the shocker one. Ooh, shocker. Shocker one would be that I don't think your one listener knows about the 100-year anniversary Harley Sportster that's sitting in my garage that I used to ride. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? There's a, a 100 year... <laughs> Anniversary edition Sportster. Oh my God, Harley. Harley. In your? In my garage that I used to ride. I say used to ride because I haven't ridden in a while, especially since I've had my son. I haven't had a chance to get on. But I did used to ride and I used to take that thing everywhere. 
oh no, where is everywhere, and why did you get it, and how far did you go, and I'm sorry. I is think, that is that like more than one question all at the same time? Yeah. I think I've gone as far north as Ojai wow. in a day trip. Um, I used to go out to like the Orange County area, um, into the canyons there, and then um, as far down south as uh, San Diego. I rode out to uh, the San Diego Grand Internationals oh, no. on this bike. Really? <laughs> I did. I rode out. I had my gi strapped to me. No. No. Um, I had to do a demo that year, I believe. <laughs> and then rode back. I'm going to get the image. So here's Guruji. Okay, I'm getting the image now because I have to do it in helmet. Helmet. Black. Helmet. Full three-quarter helmet. Oh my gosh. Okay. Leathers? Leathers. <gasps> Jacket and pants? Or just jeans and the badass I, boots or what? I'm getting... Yeah. Yeah. Get, it was jeans jeans and the leather jacket with the boots. I had to look the part too. Oh I mean, I God. couldn't just hop on a Harley and... Couldn't with the... No. Yeah. <laughs> Not with the Wonder Woman no. outfit. That wouldn't, that wouldn't work out well. Wonder Thunderbolt outfit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harley. That's what I should paint on my bike now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I actually I actually worked on my bike, so um, wait, I customized wait, wait. it. You worked on your bike? I did. I, I like took off the front fender and I kinda like modified my front fender. I chopped off my back fender. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really play I really got into that role. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Wow. I'm getting nods. Not yeah. from the audience yeah. here. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I would no. Like changed out my seat. It's got like a nice little seat with the glittery red. And it fits see? Wonder Thunderbolt. It That's fits right. it perfectly. <laughs> Wonder Thunderbolt. <laughs> You'll have to listen. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. But yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. So now the secret's out one listener. <laughs> yeah. Not even when I went over at that time to the to the uh, congregation, did I see it? Was it in the garage at the time? Mm -hmm. It was in the garage, oh, yeah, or I may have put it. I may have put it off to the side. Okay, because yeah, the questions would yeah. come up. Like, but oh. I was I was writing at that time. Oh my god! I was actively writing at that time. <laughs> oh wow, we learned a lot about Guru Gigi Alundai. Let's bring this experience down to a close with a cool down. Well, with every good workout, there comes a cool down or a warm mm -hmm. down. Okay. So could you pick a number from one to ten again, not seven? Okay, okay. I can pick number two. Number two? Nobody's picked number two. Number two says... Oh, no. What is your fibro master fighter name? Oh, yes. <laughs> I have no idea what the fibro part what is. What is the fibro, fibro master? master fighter name. All right, first letter is... G. The... The ghostly and A, god of nerve protectors. <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, wait, we got to put that all together. Okay. I'm sorry. The ghostly god of nerve protectors. Uh, uh, it, it, it has something to do with that word fibro, I'm sure. Or whatever that is. <laughs> Did I even type? Oh, I even I was close. The ghost. Or I, if if my last name started with the letter D, it mm -hmm. would be the ghostly headache ninja. I think I'd like to go with that. Headache ninja. Yeah, or 
the ghostly dizzy Tasmania. Oh, you got to take this away from me before I just go I through do. the list. <laughs> oh, the ghostly bones of burning. <laughs> this is getting in, it's kind of medical now, isn't it? <laughs> the, ghostly. the ghostly broken brainy. Wow. <laughs> Which one did you like the most? Uh, oh, the ghostly IBS smasher. <laughs> I think we're going to close the book on this one. This page might not exist on the next one. <laughs> IBS smasher. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Anyways, okay. I just gave you a glimpse into my sense of humor. Hi. Yeah, no, that was good. Look, Sorry. I'm taking the book away from her. Sorry. <laughs> it's Sorry. funny. Oh, man. Sorry. No, no, that was good. I'm gonna, I might pick one of those, and you never know. Oh, I'm like, which I won't I'm still like the wonder. The wonder thunder. Wonder thunder. The On the Flip Side podcast wants to thank you again for joining us in the talk, this time with Guru Gigi Alundi. In the unedited, full-length version, you'll hear Guru Gigi talk more about the Whipping Willow Association, her love in sharing her Filipino culture, and, of course, her days in the tournament circuit. Now, speaking of the Whipping Willow Association, mark on your calendar for this coming December 7th, 8th, and 9th, where Guru Gigi will be one of the honored instructors in knife training. Look for details on the Whipping Willow Association website at www.gathering.com forward slash what. That's www.gathering.com forward slash what. She is on deck for a future part two interview, so be on the ready. There's more to come. As we're winding down season one of On the Flip Side, let's talk about the future. You may have heard something a little different in this episode with Guru Gigi. It's a taste of what's to come in season two of On the Flip Side. Be aware always of your surroundings during this Christmas season. Share this podcast with friends, and we'll share another special guest with you next week on the flip side.